Welcome to the Coffee Pod, the podcast where I, Søren Bjørn Hansen, meet the people of DSU Compute for a chat about life, the universe and everything. We can call it a supplement to your own chats at the coffee machine, where you maybe share some gossip or get to know the people you work with, what gets them going, where they're coming from, and maybe why they look a bit swamped. All right, let's get started. Hi, Mechid. Hello. So, welcome to the pod, Mechid. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And let's start with the uh, usual beginning question. What do you do here at Did You Compute? Yeah, I'm a student assistant officially, but working near the administration at 324, I do do a lot of different work and a lot of big and small tasks uh, given by all the different teams that we have. So that's the short answer. <laughs> Could you give us some examples of what somebody like you do? Like, what, what's the what's the what's the day to day kind of job? Yeah. So uh, because I also study at DTU, I'm not here every day, but I do do a lot of uh, work from home or sometimes at the office. But um, the day to day tasks usually entail like calendar stuff adding things to the website that we have, D2 Compute, the external one, but also the internal one, D2 Inside uh, for Compute that I manage. Um, and then also um, just having these centers, uh, websites that I also kind of, you know, help manage or create or update. And yeah, little tasks here and there, uh, events, invitations, stuff like that. Can you tell us a little about uh, about uh, what what you what your field of study is? Yeah, I study um, in Earth and Space Engineering, which is quite close to 324. And I'm in my master's right now, trying to finish up this year, hopefully. Um, but I also did my bachelor's at DTU, and that's why I've also been working at Compute for so long. And so Earth and Space uh, Engineering, that's uh, at DTU Space? Yes. I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm, exactly. Mm. And you're doing your, your master thesis? Yeah, my master thesis is going to be about um, black holes and particles near black holes, so in this curved space-time. And also I want to add an extra time dimension into it to kind of explain the singularity problem that we've had in black holes in physics if any of you are familiar with that. Um, and yeah, so just like particle modeling near black holes and a lot of relativity and a lot of hardcore physics, but it's it's very interesting. And yeah, I like it a lot. So these past six months, we've actually been missing you at Digital Compute. You've yeah. been away. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about why you have you've been gone. Yeah, of course. It's uh, I went to an exchange semester abroad in South Korea from August 23 to December 23. So I came home just a couple of weeks ago, and it was really great. It was a great experience. It was a a massive experience to live there in South Korea. Um, in Postec, if some people are familiar with that university, um, where I took a few courses, but I also traveled a lot and I made some amazing people, locals and internationals. And 
I saw how it is to live in such a developed country in Asia. Yeah. I I think people at DG Compute would probably be interested in kind of the the day-to-day stuff of uh, South Korean university. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about what, how how it's different and what 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 goes on there? For sure, the university-wise is very different from D2, I'd say. And me living at a dorm, it was also different than what I'm used to here. So we would go to classes which are like an hour short or long compared to D2, which is like two hours or four hours. Um, And then it's very much independent work in terms of like you don't have any more class like lectures or anything or exercises in class. But then you're supposed to go home and do a bunch of exercises and assignments and you hand in basically everything and they take attendance. So in some way it's very independent because it's not as much like face-to-face time with the professors, but in another way it's very much dependent because it's not as free and as flexible as it is here in like both in Europe and Denmark, but also at DTU. So they really make sure that you hand in everything and make sure that you show up to all the classes um, as the grade is dependent on that. So that was very different for me and all the people from Europe. We could sense that it was like a difference. Um, But also me at dorm life, I had to go to the canteen every day to obviously get food and find food for myself or go up and down the stairs to figure out how the living situation is going to be, the rent, the bedding and all that. So it was uh, a lot to manage. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. How big is the university? It's not that big. It's only like three to four thousand students compared to D two, which is like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen thousand students. Um, but the, the campus itself was huge. It was so m- there were so many buildings that were like, I wouldn't say empty, but obviously with only three to four thousand students, and then that many buildings and that much space in between them, because it was in a in a city called Pohang, which is not in Seoul but near Busan. So they have a lot of space. And that's why they've kept building and they have a lot of money as well. That's why they're so advanced. But with the few students, you kind of like, you end up knowing everybody, which is very different as well. So you you spent six months there. What did you take away from it, uh, from a, a student or study point? Yeah, I obviously learned from what I did through my courses. I took some plasma physics courses and some like different courses um within engineering and what i learned mainly i would say was i did compare a lot between dtu and postech and denmark and south korea obviously so i think even as a student i did learn to work more within like certain frames that are put for me um so yeah kind of like going back to not high school but still kind of in a sense having more restriction in a way or having a bit more work that you need to hand in and show off to the professors. So I learned that I can handle that at least. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now you're back. And you're beginning work on your master thesis. Um, are you excited about that? Uh, worried, nervous, or um, I'm excited for the work. I think it's very interesting work, uh, the research that we're about to put forward. But I'm also nervous because it's the biggest assignment that I've done 
like yet in my entire education. Um, so, but I, I try to take it piece by piece. Yeah. And so, is is it a part of like if you look to the future and say, I guess everything's pro probably going to go well with your thesis. What what then? What what happens then? Do you have a? Do you want to become an astronaut or do you want to become a researcher or do you? What, what's, yeah. what's the plan if you have one? After my thesis, um, after my master's at DTU, I'm not sure if I want to continue with a PhD if the possibility opens up. I know that they're restricted uh, or limited, but otherwise, I'm gonna go into the field either within um, like some Danish companies or some international companies that you know are within these uh, space engineering space research fields so i'm not sure which one yet but one of those so i also always ask people uh, on the pod how they ended up at dcu compute can you tell us a bit about it yeah for sure i started uh, at d2 on my bachelor's as i mentioned and within my second semester i think here i applied for a job which was some kind of related to administration work. I'm not really sure what it was, but they didn't take my application. But then my uh, someone from Compute, which ended up being my boss later on, she saw this application from the other position that I uh, applied for. And then she kind of took my application and uh, contacted me, asked for whether I was interested in the job that she was currently uh, had a position for, which was the student assistant job that I'm at today so when I met her we kind of discussed and I was interested and it was pretty nice and flexible the job um, and at my campus so that was nice and easy so that's how I started at Compute. And another classic question is so what's your best memory from your time at DTU Compute? Yeah I would definitely say coming back from the COVID times because when I started it was just before um, the pandemic hit or just around that time. So I didn't really have like the proper start, the proper introduction. And I didn't see even my office or many of the people I was working with until like a year later um, or a year and a half later. So when I came into the office officially and I met the people and we had like a proper introduction and, um, and all that, that was, I think a really nice moment because I actually got to see people face to face and we actually bonded over more than just seeing each other over Zoom and calling quits as soon as we were done with the work. Um, so that was, a, that was a nice memory, I'd say. So we've talked a lot about DTU and, and Both, you both work here and study here, um, but what do you do when you're not at DTU Compute? Yeah, I uh, also do Taekwondo in my spare time, which is this martial art, and it stems from South Korea. That's one of the reasons why I picked the destination for my exchange, say. Um, so I do this quite on like a elite basis. Um, so that means that I need to work out a lot. I need to go to the trainings a lot, focus on it, And put all of my, a lot of my resources and a lot of my energy into it, but that's also why I like it so much, and and so it's worth it definitely. But I spend a lot of my time with Taekwondo and otherwise with family and friends, obviously. Taekwondo, I mean, it's it's quite violent. Yeah, kicks to the face and all yeah. that stuff. Why? How did you get into that? 
Yeah, it is it is quite violent, but it is a martial art, so it's like focusing on the self-defense part, right? I got into it when I was in like third or fourth grade, and my friend, her sister got into it through another friend, and then when my best friend, she got into it, then I also kind of like joined, and and then we started the whole gang, um, and, and now we've ended up having like one of, all of my best friends are in Taekwondo and in the same club that I'm in. So whenever I go to these trainings, I'm not only going because I need to work out, but I also go to actually socialize with my friends and see them. Uh, you kind of tell it like it's just a, a gym thing, but you're also quite good at taekwondo, isn't that right? Yeah, I mean, yes, it's it's there's the workout part, and then there's the actual taekwondo and discipline part. Um, and taekwondo is obviously a lot of fighting and stuff, so there's a lot of technique behind it and stretching and balance and strength and all that. Um, and then. I think around high school, I realized that we could actually go pretty far with it. So I managed to get to the national team. And with that means going to like the European championships, going to the world championships. I haven't been to the worlds yet, but I'm aiming to get there this year, which is going to be in Hong Kong. But I've been to the European championships and like endless international competitions. So, yeah. Have you already won some medals or...? Yeah, I have quite a lot of medals now. Yeah, in all different colors and shapes and sizes. Mm. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah. So, but that's also okay. That's uh, you have you're pretty serious about stu- studying. You have a job, and you're pretty serious about taekwondo. You must be doing something that's not as serious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is very a lot of stuff that's going on. A lot of balls in the air. Um, non-serious stuff is mainly just. I have a big family, so I hang out with my cousins and my family and stuff a lot when I can obviously and with my friends um that's also related to taekwondo so I guess my life isn't that <laughs> like broad um but otherwise just chill and I watch a lot of Netflix like everybody else and and just relax and have some good me time where do you live uh you live here in, in Copenhagen I guess. yeah I live in Roloa which is in out of Copenhagen um with my family and That's where I grew up, actually, in Islu. So it's a really nice place. And they have a great mall. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Mechid, I guess that's it. Thanks a lot for taking the time to, to speak with me. Yeah, of course. Thank you very much. And do you drink coffee or tea? I love tea. You I drink tea all the time. No coffee? I mean, it's called the coffee pod, but yeah. I'll prefer tea. <laughs> okay, well, there's no judgment here. Uh, all drinkers of hot beverages for are sure. welcome yes. at, the, at the pod. Okay, that's it for Mitchell Byman. Thanks for listening. Um, still unsure who the next guest is. So if you have any suggestions, somebody who you know have a great story to tell uh, at DTU Compute, uh, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at sobjo uh, at dtu.dk. So thanks for listening. See you next time.